Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hopefully, you guys have been digging on everything that we've been putting out. Hopefully, you've enjoyed season one, season two, and you are into season three. We have a really cool guest sitting on our couch today. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. Welcome to season three. Is this going to air in the new year? Yeah. Full disclosure, it's not the new year wow. yet. <laughs> way to take away the surprise i know uh we've got cindy sitting on our couch today and mark has been trying to wrangle cindy in here for you're fucking impossible god to, to at least in. a month i'm sorry guys i'm sorry unbelievable no but you know what it's it makes sense because she's here to talk about her entire journey through massage therapy out of massage therapy trying to get back in and you know just the struggles of real life and trying to get your career and that aspect of your life in order when you've got other things going on, mental health, kids, life just got in the way for Cindy. And so we're going to talk about, you know, everything she's dealt with in trying to become a registered massage therapist. So thanks for coming in finally. Well, thank you guys for having me, honestly. I know it's this has been, I don't know, what, two months of, hey, can you come in? Sure, I can come in. No, I can't come in. Hey, can you come? <laughs> hey, Mark, can you do this day? Hey, yeah, sure, I can. Sorry, I can't do this day. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth the wait. It's all good. So before we get started, Cindy, can you just sort of introduce yourself, um, who you are, what you do, a little bit about you? Well, my name is Cindy, 30 years old. I have two kids. I actually work for the city of Mississauga. Cool. Um, what do you do for the city of Mississauga? As of right now, I am a uh, part-time operator. And what does that I am, mean? So basically maintaining the building and now I'm learning how to drive the Zamboni, so ice maintenance as well. That's pretty cool. It's pre- it is pretty cool. It's pretty scary when you're on the that big machine. But my uh, daughter that, loves the Zamboni at skating. She it's, loves it's it. It's cool. <laughs> like when you learn like water control, like how to turn, how to like all these things. Like it's it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Like I, I love it. Like I wouldn't trade it. Have you ever taken the Zamboni out in a different pattern that they tell you to do? No, it's so difficult because <laughs> you have to learn your own pattern first. Oh right? yeah, okay. And then like I've tried to do different patterns. It's been a fail. Like, it's been terrible. <laughs> when you when you say you try to do your own patterns, is it just like, I'm just going to jump on the ice and fuck around and see what happens? Or is it like, I'm supposed to be doing this right now. Let me just see what happens. Yeah, like literally like they tell me what to do and okay. I try my best to follow it. Like especially when you have to get close to the boards. Yeah. That is the scariest thing ever. <laughs> it is so scary. Just thinking about that thing, just sliding and just hitting it. It's very scary. Mm. Things people do. I, I don't know. Driving <laughs> a Zamboni. Sounds fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> so let's talk about massage therapy i mean i guess we can talk about the history and how we came to know you you started massage therapy college in what year 2011 2011 and your teacher was mr mark i was one of your teachers i don't think i was your only teacher was i uh no you uh jason Mr. Sang. Some other dudes, yeah. yeah. Some other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I had a very weird dream about Sang last night. Did you? Oh my God, very, we cannot talk about that on the air. It's a weird. A very, very weird dream. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I want to know. Like, I, I'll i tell you off mic, but <laughs> it, I woke up in distress. I had to I had to jump on all my social media to see if he was like, okay. Oh my yeah. goodness. It was a very, very strange saying. If you're listening, you were in my mind last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that, actually? Sang's wife and I used to joke about... Um, how the two of them were just going to, you know, leave us and go live on their own. So her and I decided that we needed to become really good friends because one day we were going to end up with just the two of us and our kids and our husbands would run off together. <laughs> they were that close. <laughs> Hawaii. I think that's where we'd go. Yeah, that's I think awesome. so. It's yeah. weird. Um, so you started college in 2011 with Mark as one of your instructors. 
And why don't you sort of give us a rundown of how that went and how long you went through the program? What were you What were you doing before massage? Uh, before, like, like before, before starting school, I was working at Lindor. What were you doing there? I was just, you know, stocking cashier. Were you Were you, were you good at? It? Of course, I was. I was okay. Really good at eating the chocolate. <laughs> I was going to say that say the chocolate store. That would be a great yeah, job. It was really good. So, what made you decide massage therapy school? I just I always wanted to do it. I always wanted to do it. I had the drive for it. And then, you know, I applied. 2011, I think it was January 24th, actually. It was intriguing. It was definitely a, a hard course. Mm -hmm. um, I think I just kind of lost sight of it as like going through it because it was just, it was hard. It was difficult. Yeah. Um, I felt like I lost myself there when I remember someone from the uh, head office came and told me that you have seven exams that you have to do this week. So how did that happen? How did you fall behind on seven exams? I wasn't applying myself. I wasn't applying myself, but I mean, long story short, I ended up passing all seven. So I passed the ones that I that I didn't wasn't successful on the first time, and then I passed the ones that I was doing with like Mark and the other teachers, and okay. I just became overwhelmed and I just shut down. So after having to do seven exams in one week, although you were successful on them, mm -hmm. it made you a little nuts. Oh yeah, like I had that passion that I had just kind of went out the window. Okay, so. What ended up happening after that? Did you finish the program? I did. It took me a while. So I didn't graduate until 2016. So let's go through the steps then. Why Why did it take you five years from start to finish to get through the program? I think it, the reason why is because like mentally I wasn't there. Started from the point when I had to do those seven exams in a week. I think I overworked myself. And then I just, I still had fight in me. I still wanted to do it. I still wanted to like keep going. And then I ended up, you know, getting pregnant. I ended up getting married that same year. And then I had my, my daughter in January the following year. Uh, but during that time, I was still doing the exams that I that I owe. And then I, even after I had my daughter, same thing. I was still doing that repeatedly, like doing the exams that I owe. Mm. Did you take a lot of time off after you had your daughter? Or did you come straight back to school? I think I took maybe six, seven months. So I, I, I would say, yeah, that's so That was a big chunk a of time lost. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. When you came back after having your daughter, so now you're a mom, you're probably sleep deprived. You already had that... You were already struggling with the program before having her. Then you come back. Was it like you just jumped right back into it and you could keep up with the class? You knew what was going on? Or was did it feel like starting all over again? It did and it didn't. Because I've done it already, let's say, once or twice. Things would be still in my head. Mm -hmm. But then it did. Yeah, there was just certain things like, oh, my God, like I don't remember doing this. I don't remember him saying this or this and that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, and then there was, I found myself a lot of times I was reteaching myself things and it became that much harder. Right. And then it was like catch up all over again. So when you left and came back, did the school allow you to come back? You know, did you just have to restart in the the course that you had left off in or the module or semester, however it was done? Did you just have to start there or did they make you restart the entire program when you came back after? I had to restart that module. Okay, so you didn't have to restart the entire program. No. You just restarted from what you hadn't done. Okay. Yeah. And even still, at some schools, that's really hard to do anyway. Yeah. Just because the way they roll either their semesters or their modules or whatever the case is. So oftentimes, if you leave and come back, I mean, you they, have to wait. they don't know where to put you or they struggle to find a spot yeah. for you mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. And you got to hope that, you know, when you come back, they didn't change around their program. Yeah. They didn't change around the curriculum and everything might be completely fucked up after that. Yeah. yeah. So when you were trying to reach teach yourself everything. You've got a baby at home. Uh, were you also working or were you just focusing on school at this point? I was point? just fo focusing on school and my daughter. How stressful was that? It was very stressful. But I mean, I kept it in my head that this is something that I want. 
and that this is for my future. This is for my, my you know, to help my husband, to help my child and whatever mm-hmm. child would come after that. Mm-hmm. So I just kept, I just kept hanging on and I, I was okay. I was still pretty like anxious. Mind you, even during that whole process, before I had my daughter, I was doing like, I'd, I started at the night class. I'd be doing a morning and a night class. So I'd be doing two different modules in one shot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So you were going to school yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I, I know because I, I worked at the school for a short period of time, that morning class is five hours. I think it was eight to one or nine to two or something. Something so like that. You were doing that in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have a small break in the afternoon. And the evening class started at five or six. And then you were back for another five hours in the evening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you and I assume you, you did that just so you can get everything done even quicker, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's not leaving you much time to be at home with your daughter and uh, and your husband. How how much of a strain did that put on home life? A lot, a lot. Yeah. But my husband understood like I had to do what I had to do. So he was pretty supportive through the whole oh, thing. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. He, was... he wanted you to finish. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know because off mic we spoke that you actually have two children well i think you said that in your intro as well yeah so how long after your daughter came along did your son come along two years after okay so after. were you done massage school by then or did you get pregnant while in school i still? actually was pregnant and i finished so you did finish the program yeah what happened after that i know i passed my my oski so i passed that and then when it came to my mcq i was struggling mm-hmm. because there was just so many things i just i didn't know where to focus i had no idea so I came to Mark. Mark gave me a, like huge help with that. But then there was just like certain questions on the exam. I'm like, well, what do I need to know where the heartbeat is in, in the head, like in the brain? You know what I mean? Yeah, the MCQ is kind of weird. So for anyone that's listening that's not familiar with Ontario's licensing examinations, there's two parts to it. There's your OSCE exam, which is your practical, and there's your MCQ, which is your written. And your MCQ is one of those things that if you've been out of it for a while, it's really hard to to know where to start. For sure. There's I mean, fine details that even once you're in practice, you might forget and have to look and up it's, in a textbook. And it's, and it's everything. Like, you can't you can't study for an MCQ. I, I always tell people like it's really fucking impossible to study for an MCQ. You almost have to just kind of just roll with it. Just yeah. hope hope everything mm-hmm. is in there and go with it. Because I mean, what are you gonna do? Review two years of school? Yeah, it's everything you learned all, over all the last over again. Two years. It, it, it can't yeah. be done. Yeah. It cannot be done. Yeah, and I I fell by six uh, percent. Okay, Ooh. and I remember I asked Mark like, what do I do? Like, I still want to do it. Went to a school, and I just I couldn't. After that, I just I got tired mentally. You know, felt depressed, anxious, and then, you know, I have a son with special needs that, what, like, I, I, he needs, he needs help. Like, I have to help him. I have my, mm-hmm. my daughter, my husband. So my mental health was at state. So I just had to kind of like push that aside and just, you know, I was in the city, and now I'm continuing a career there. You see, you know what it sucks because you actually came into this. So let's let's just do a little bit of a background. In Ontario, when you fail your licensing exam or you have unsuccessful attempts at your licensing exams, you have X amount of tries to do it. It's three tries for your practical, three tries for your written. And if you have three unsuccessful in either of those, you have to now go back to school to obtain another diploma. That wasn't always the case. Mm -hmm. What it used to be was the College of Massage Therapists of Ontario, they would suggest, or not suggest, they would require you to go to another educational institute and upgrade. And then you just needed to obtain documentation from that school that says you've upgraded. In other words, they give you feedback on to areas where you might have had some weakness, and then you're supposed to go and upgrade on those particular areas get some documentation from the school saying you did that Mm -hmm. and then you're eligible to redo your licensing exam now you have to they changed that they said whole new diploma yeah so 
when we sat down, it was like a whole fucking ordeal to try to find a school that would take a student like Cindy, who doesn't necessarily need to do the whole program, mm-hmm. but find a way to honor the stuff that she's already done at school and then kind of treat it as an upgrading system, but also issue another diploma. So there are schools that will do that where, Any she, sc- can, where she can go there and not have to do an entire two-year program. Any school can do that if they choose to, as far as I know. It's all school policy on, on looking at the transcripts that you had in your previous massage therapy school program and saying, okay, we're going to honor these grades, these grades, these grades, these grades, and therefore you only have to make up these particular courses, and that would say you've met the the requirements to have another diploma. So we found a school that said they can do that in in what frame of time for you? Do you remember? I started, I believe, what, it was January, and I finished in May. So roughly five months, they let you upgrade and yeah. get a new diploma. Mm-hmm. And when did you finish that? When you say May, was that May of... Like literally the beginning of May. Right? Like May of 2019? Or May 20th? of... Yeah, this year. This year. Okay. So May of this year, you just finished again. Mm-hmm. So now based on the fact that so much time has gone by since your first attempt at the OSCE, which was successful, do you have to redo both exams now, OSCE and MCQ? Yeah. So do you have those booked? Is that I, happening? No, I decided to no longer go forward with it. Okay. You had such a drive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been many, many years of studying and restudying and relearning. Mm-hmm. In May, when you finished, I assume at that point you still had a, a desire to go forward with the exams. I I did. But like I said, like I, I became my mind state was nowhere near where I could continue. I just felt like I kind of had to leave that in the past because it was, you know, just so long, like the fact that I had to relearn things and, you know, I'm in a new class now. And I just felt like even like being in that school, I just felt like the way they were teaching, everything wasn't just about massage therapy. They'd be talking about like osteo and a whole bunch of other things. So like, I'm just like, what is going on? Like, well, I didn't learn this. I didn't learn that. And I would tell, you know, this teacher, well, no, this is how you're supposed to do it. No, 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 this is how you're supposed to do it. So me and him, we would have arguments. I know even a few times I would go, Mark, hey, Mark, like, yeah, I think I got a couple texts from you while you were in class (laughs) saying like, hey, what is going on here? Am I, is this supposed to be the way we're supposed to learn this? Is this the material that I'm supposed to know right now? That's a whole other issue. And something we've talked about numerous times is that there, there needs to be maybe tighter standards on on the education and the way that people are taught. because, And I think majority of schools do a pretty good job at this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are some that maybe don't and that are teaching things that are not necessarily, you know, it's not necessarily the most up to date, not the most correct, or yeah, bringing in things that are completely irrelevant for what you need to be learning. Like yeah. you went there to upgrade and sort of relearn two years of education in five months so you can go and do your exams. Yeah. And so you didn't really get the experience you were hoping for there. Yeah. Like it was just, it was confusing. Like everyone understood what he was saying and then there's me. Like that's, that's not in, what I was taught. Do you keep in touch with any of the people that were in that school? Like did you make any friends? I made one friend. So do you know that if your classmates from that school were successful in their exams? One girl was successful, but she was in a different school yeah. before she came here. That school is actually very... 
very famous for having high failure rate. Oh, no. Yeah. And the only reason why we kind of decided maybe this is the best place for you Mm -hmm. to go is because they were probably one of the only schools that wouldn't be like, sorry, we're not going to honor anything. You're going to have to, like every other school would have been, you know, it's been way too long since you've you've finished the first time. You're going to have to redo the whole program. And let's face it, a lot of private schools, when they see you walk in and they know you need another diploma, they're not going to be like, oh yeah, let's upgrade you. Or yeah, we'll honor this. They're going to see dollar signs and they're going to be like, yeah, Yeah. let's let's get you in for the full two years. So let me ask you, I mean, I I'm not a believer in shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, things Mm. happen, you move forward. But is there any part of you that feels like maybe it was a mistake even going to that school? Yeah. Do you think it would have been worth your time to go redo the diploma? Or do you think this is better just left, as you said, in your past and massage therapy is not your future? I would say... I mean, I'm happy. I'm still happy that I still tried. Like I've tried, but mm-hmm. I, it's in the past. That's it. Like so. Wait, maybe I missed something. So do you do you have a second diploma or no? Uh, I do. So you are eligible to do the licensing exam if you want to. If yeah, want you to. walked out to get water when I asked her that question. <sighs> so she is eligible, but has decided not to go forward. Gotcha. Yeah. Just because also... Like, Let's not discount you on that. You do have a three-year period from graduation to the mm-hmm. point of doing your exams. Yeah. No, I know. It's just I I love it, but I just, I can't. Like, I mean, right now we're waiting for funding for my son. And, right. You know, we're paying out of pocket mm-hmm. and we'll do anything for my son. So at that point, like, I can't, I can't, I can't dish out all that money again. We did do an episode on that, by the way, on the changes to funding for families with uh, autism. Yeah. And uh, that's really unfortunate for yeah. like you and your husband, as if you guys don't have enough stress and enough going on. You both have jobs and two kids yeah. and. Now you have to worry about if your son's going to get the resources he needs. Exactly. Very frustrating. Exactly. We actually just got with Aaron Oaks finally after almost two years. Wow. Finally just said, hey, like now we can use these programs for you. This, 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 this. Mm. And I've been going for over a year and a half to North York once a week for him to see his therapist, wow. which has been great success. But I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And how old's your son now? My son just turned three in October. Wow. And so young. Yeah. How's he doing though? Pretty good? Very good. Very good. He's good. He's getting there. Some positives then. That's great. There's lots of positives. I mean, like I said, if you really wanted to, and I completely understand why you wouldn't, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, after having such a long go at it and being in school and out of school, then back in school again, and then really realizing this is going to turn into a whole fucking self-study scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I totally, I totally understand. Stand, but you know, there's still options. So there's still there's still yeah. positives all the way around. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Plus, she drives a Zamboni. <laughs> exactly. That's fun. Um, no, but even I remember when I called this school and I told him my situation. Like I said, hey, like I passed my OSCE, but I failed my MCQ. His answer was, oh well, uh, no one here has ever failed. That's bullshit. I know that school, and I, and, and I've dealt with many people that have failed from that yeah. school. Well, even if even if that was true, let's say that we just believed him, and that was true. That's a strange response anyway, because Absolutely. no place can guarantee success. And that's just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's Absolutely. slimy. That statement in itself is slimy. Even when people call us and they say, hey, you know, I see you guys have an OSCE prep. What is your success rate? And I will be honest, we have a very good success rate and whatever, but there's never a time where I would say, yes, come to our OSCE prep. You will definitely pass. Yeah. Nobody can guarantee you that. Yeah. And I, I put him in his place. 
I said, first off, you don't know me, so don't ever talk like that to me ever again. Because I told him what school I went to. And he said, oh, a lot of people fail from that <laughs> school. I'm like, no. I went to that school. I'm just fine. Well, yeah. I'm like, no. I said, I just, you know, I'm just the one person maybe you've heard of. That's it. Because not everybody I knew that went to that to the school that I first went to passed. No yeah. problem. Now that you've decided massage therapy is not for you. Um, do you still do it in any capacity? Meaning like, you know, do friends and family who know, like you obviously have the skills, you know what you're doing. Do people yeah. still ask you to give Absolutely. them massages? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. you're still sort of in this world. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and like, I wish I still had that drive, that hunger. I feel like I was good. I felt like I, I felt like I was good. I still feel like I'm good. But Again, it's just the thought of imagine going through all of that all over again and mm-hmm. having to study for like the OSCE and the MCQ. And then yeah. it's like my priorities, my son and my daughter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I just rather, you know what? Like it's there. It is what it is. If people want a massage, I can give them a massage. Yeah. And massage is in the public domain. I mean, you can actually make a career out of doing body work if you really want to. I know. You just yeah. can't call yourself a therapist, can't hold out to be a exactly. therapist. You won't be able to bill anyone's insurance. But I mean, there's a lot of people that do body work. Yeah. Right? So it's not like your skills are gone to waste if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you wanted to relocate your whole family and go to an unregulated province, then you can practice just as well. That's yeah. true. Right? Yeah. yeah. Massage doesn't have to be totally a thing of the past for you but I mean I I get it like we said off mic your mental health has to come yeah. first and if it's going to be that much more stressful for you to have to go through the process of studying and doing the exams again and I mean the OSCE is high stress for almost everyone yeah even people that feel p- prepared who feels good about going into a room with a bunch of people staring at you with laptops while you're Absolutely. you're performing like it's fucking terrifying it is <laughs> it is but like you know but for the oscar for me i was comfortable like i was very comfortable mm. going in it's the mcq that's where it's just like oh you know like you know what some do people do? are just really bad at multiple choice were you that kind of student did you feel that you never did great on multiple sec- choice i always second guess myself yeah always second guess myself always mark and i used to um talk about the way that we were as students and i understand some people multiple choice is just not their thing multiple choice was like my favorite kind of test i always killed multiple choice (laughs) exams and he was the same like we would play games with ourselves like how quickly can i finish this and one of the the things that i think made me good at multiple choice tests is there's always at least one or two answers that are just ridiculous like you can eliminate those right away and then there's going to be two that could possibly be the answer but the way that I always did the test is I would pick the one and I never went back. Yes. You know, like you said, you always second guess yourself. I would choose my answer and move on. I never looked at it again. That mm. was what I felt was the answer. I'm sticking with it. Yes. But, but there's, I, yeah. yeah, there's people who will stare at those two, those two detractors that are almost exactly the same and they'll stare at them and they'll go back and forth and back and forth. And then you get your test back and you're like, fuck, I knew it was the other one. Yeah, that's me. That is definitely 100%. Yeah. So studying for that MCQ again would have been super stressful for oh, you. Oh, absolutely. So what type of advice would you give someone that wants to get into this career then? I mean, now that you've you've gone through the school, you've gone through the testing, you you still have the opportunity, like we said, and life happens. What's some piece of advice that you would give someone that's thinking about this career, thinking about school and all the rest of it? Nothing that if you're going to do it, like have the drive for it study. Like I can't stress enough study, ask questions if you don't if you need the help, Mm. but don't leave anything last minute. Like just do the best you can as you apply yourself. Like you can, you can do anything you want. It's a great course, hard, 
but it, like mm-hmm. it's it's worth it in the end. Like that's that's what I think. Worth it? How? Just out of curiosity. I mean, you learn so much about your body. I mean, even till this day, when I see people walking, it's the massage is kicking in. Like, oh, something's yeah, no, something's wrong with it. It's true. I don't think that ever leaves. Like, no, you once... look at bodies differently. Yeah. Once you, you you do something like this. Yeah, like when I see someone living, like, what's wrong with you? Well, it's not my cable. This you, you kind of got to stretch this out. Like this is how you got to stretch it. And one guy at my work, he's like, "And why are you doing this as a career? Why aren't you going back to massage?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "That's a long story." But again, like for anyone who wants to do it, do it. It's awesome. Maybe Cindy will come back to us one day. Maybe Mark's face is. I have like, a feeling you will. Why? I, I don't know. I just have a feeling you're gonna give it another hard go. Because somehow Mark has known you for eight years, and here you are sitting on I our know. couch again. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll happen. I hope so. If it does, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be awesome. As of right now. I'm just focusing yeah. my career with this. And you have to, yeah. And yeah, and like you said, you have to have the drive. So exactly. if right now you're not feeling it, then it's not the right time. Yeah. You would go through it all and it would just be a whole bunch of unnecessary stress. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like you could do it. I feel like if you really put your head down and studied, you could get back into it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Do you miss doing it? Do you miss like massaging and student clinic, like in a, in, a, in that type of, of environment? I do. Of course I do. Of course I miss that. What I'm doing now is completely different. Like it's a completely different language, I would say. Mm. Right. That's also nice too, though. Yeah. Uh, I have two stories for you, actually. One, it just reminded me when you said it's a completely different language. Every so often when Mark and I are out somewhere. My dream and job. And he sees somebody. Well, we've talked about that on the podcast, your dream job of being a Walmart reader. But that's not what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Or like in our building, I was watching. That was it. I was watching the security guard in our building the other day. I'm like, that's my fucking job. Like, I would love this job. This guy just fucking walks around all day, does nothing. (laughs) Fine. He might make 20 bucks an hour, but who cares? He does nothing. I'm like, this is great. And like I say to him each time, the grass isn't always greener. Something like that might seem appealing, but every job has its downfalls. And knowing how antsy you are and how you have the need to be busy, don't roll your eyes at me. I'm looking right at you. You have the need to be busy. You have the need to be challenged. It's just, that's your personality. You know, if there's something you want to do, you're not only going to do it, you're going to do it in the hardest way possible. You're going to be a perfectionist about it. There's, I mean, that's a great quality about you too, but there's no way that you could be (laughs) a Walmart greeter or a security guard or something where you don't have to be constantly using your brain. It's not going to work for you. It's just not. Sorry. There's only one way to find this out, by the way. Just do it. Go ahead. Just do it. You know, leave me here to run Con Ed all on my own. One massage therapist and a microphone. This is bullshit. (laughs) The other story that I was going to tell though. Get my resume put together. (laughs) Is, you know how you were saying like you look at things differently and you'll be out and like massage is still in your mm-hmm. in your mind uh we were out at a bar one night not long ago well when i say not long ago within the last ago. 12 months and the bartender was kind of limping mm-hmm. but she had this thing around her waist and i couldn't tell i was like is there weight to it you know is she limping because she's got you know a, a certain amount of weight on one side you know the thing that they carry like the like the receipt book or you know yes. what i'm talking yes. about right so i was trying to th- and at this particular place, I think they used iPads for ordering. So I was like, okay, maybe it's the weight of that. And then him and I sat there for a good 20 minutes trying to analyze, is it her ankle or her hip? Is it her ankle or her hip? Finally, we didn't agree. 
finally, we just called her over and asked her, you know, did you sustain an injury to your ankle? Is it your hip? Is it this thing around your waist? And she's like, yeah, people tell me all the time I walk with a limp. It's just how I walk. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't believe her. To this day, I don't believe her. I'm going to go back. Yeah, we just sat there and I was like, no, like you see her ankles doing this thing. I think it's, you know, I think it's an ankle problem. It's traveling up here. And such nerds. We're out drinking and we're analyzing a person's gait. It was amazing. If I was a Walmart greeter, do you think I'd be out at a bar wanting just to greet people as they walked in? <laughs> probably. You probably would. <laughs> No, you don't See? even like people. You can't be a Walmart greeter. <laughs> mm, what do I know? Lots of things. Lots of things. Cindy can attest to that. You know lots of things about massage. That's why you will work in massage. Yes, mm. sir. <laughs> See? <laughs> Hmm. Did you like massage school when you were in it? Like, I know you got to a point where things were stressful. You fell behind in a bunch of exams. But when you first started, were you really into it? Did you love it? I did. Yeah, I loved it. What did you like about it? First, what I liked about it was how you and the other teachers taught. That was what was interesting. What did you like about his teaching? Don't. Mark just always made it like, it's just like the way he would say things. And it was just like, you're engaged. Not mm -hmm. how he wasn't dry, you know, when those people are talking like, yeah, so this is like, you know what I mean? Like Mark was very like, like into like, it. Like the dude from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Like, it's just very intriguing. Like they just kept Bueller. you on your toes. You wanted to know more and like certain things like just, I don't know, even like certain things that you could do for your body to make it better and what to do, what not to do. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was just interesting. Yeah. I think the instructors make a big difference. So you had good instructors where oh, you were. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That, that helps. What was your favorite courses mine would be everything that was hands-on yeah okay so, so you were into the hands-on stuff everything whatever like treatment classes yeah. and stuff like that yeah science was interesting but man it was it that was difficult like mm -hmm. that was difficult because you literally had to sit there and just either you understand it or you don't and you didn't have a science background like you said you were working in retail before that right yep. so you didn't really have a strong science background no but i got it like if I don't understand it, I just sit there. Okay, this is what like I would have to write it thousands and thousands until it stuck, until it made sense, mm -hmm. and then it made sense. What did you hate about school, or did you hate anything about it? I didn't honestly. I didn't hate anything about it. I just I wish my attitude stayed the same. I I wish that drive stayed the same. You know, it's really mature. You're putting it all on you. There's no external factors no, here. No, because at the end of the day, it. It was all me. Hmm. She's not wrong. I don't know, man. It's I'm immature. Me. I blame everybody else. <laughs> but no. I mean, it's even if it was stuff that was maybe slightly out of her control, you know, like we said, life gets in the way or yeah. even, you know, she got pregnant, she got married and maybe she thought she could handle planning a wedding and being pregnant and going to school and then she couldn't. But at the end of the day, it was she couldn't, right? Yeah. It was her and that's why I think, you know, her decision right now to put massage therapy to the side is maybe the right one because now maybe you've learned a little bit about what you can handle in life and what you Absolutely. can't. And, you know, right now you're happy. You like yeah. your job. You're putting your kids as your priority. Yep. Which and, they should be. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. And Absolutely. so maybe massage will come back when you know, you've got a little bit more breathing space in Absolutely. your personal life. Absolutely. How would you compare the two schools that you went to from school number one to school number two? Number one was way better way better what what made it way better because every like the best thing i the only thing i can say is like everything if i had a question it made sense if i would go to the second school it's like but you're not giving me an answer like i don't understand help me so you weren't getting from the instructors what you were hoping to get in the second school yeah no like it was just difficult like i would sit there we would talk about like neurology which was great like we reviewed a lot and finally it was sticking but it's just like okay but like with and then when it came to uh, like let's say the physical part, mm -hmm. no, you're supposed to do this. 
and I'm literally arguing with the teacher. I had to leave. <laughs> I'm arguing with the teacher. I've done this. I passed my OSCE, actually. So yeah, this probably and, is the way I should do it. And that's the thing. Like I said like earlier, I would message Mark. Mark, this is what's going on. Like, Is this wrong? No. You, what you're saying is right. So like, there was a time I had to leave class. Wow. And we actually had a... Um, we have a student. He was a student, and he works there now. Mm. Me and him got into it, too. <laughs> so that day I had to leave as well, you know? Although maybe going to that school made you realize you know a lot more than you thought you knew. Yeah, I, and I think I, like, I blame myself because, I mean, I can't blame anybody else but myself. I could have changed a lot of things, but, I mean, again, that's things just happen. Mm-hmm. But, and again, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself, like, I didn't know anything. Does that make sense? Put a lot of pressure on yourself. Like, like you... I, I, like I doubted myself because mm-hmm. it's taking me this long, and oh my god, I have to restudy all this and do all that, mm-hmm. and I was blaming myself again. Like, you don't know anything. What, what are you doing? Mm. But then it showed otherwise when I was helping other students. I'm like, oh, oh, wow, okay, like I do know this stuff. Yeah. Why am I second guessing myself? Right, right. But I can understand again having a lack of confidence because you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. I can imagine how frustrating it would be, and I think it would take a lot of mental strength to be like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go back and do it. Yep. I tried. Hopefully it does come back. But as of right now, I'm just going to leave it there for a bit. You know, the only thing I will say is if and when this drive to be a massage therapist comes back, you know, you can obviously come back here. We'll help you get back oh, into 100%. it. I know it's the first place I will come. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. Right on. Thanks for coming by. Well, thank you guys. Thank- Sorry it took so long. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It's all good. You get you got stuff going on. Yes. What are you doing today? You're picking up in-laws from the airport or something? Yeah, I'm going to pick them up, pick them up, and then going to my uh, friend's house for some wine. Thank God. Do you like your in-laws? Yes. Why'd you say that? It's so funny. Because <laughs> it's such a weird question to ask. <laughs> is it? Is it, it really is. a weird question to ask? It is. Do you, of course I like Do you feel in-laws. comfortable with your in-laws? Yeah, I've known them for 26 years. Mm. I've known them for a long time. I'm not comfortable with my in-laws. No, he's not. <laughs> I, you know what it is? I'm not comfortable around grown-ups. <laughs> Says a 44-year-old man. Right. It's weird. <laughs> I'm really not comfortable around grown-ups. Why? I don't know. It's something about older people make me makes me feel very uncomfortable. It's so funny because... I mean, we're actually at my parents' house quite often. They're mm-hmm. people we see all the time. They live in the I city. like them. They're nice people. When we go there, he literally, he's got his seat. It's like, this is Mark's chair and he stays there the entire time. He won't just go to the fridge and grab a drink. Although like my parents would find nothing weird about that. My I just dad don't always, go in people's my refrigerators, period. My dad will always period. offer him a drink when we get there. And usually he says no, but then... I can offer him one, you know, 10 minutes later and he'll say yes. It's like he's not comfortable (laughs) saying to my father, like, yeah, I'll have a beer, but then I'll go get it. I'm just not comfortable around older people. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Kind of funny. It makes for awkward moments. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I understand my children when they are uncomfortable. They're really comfortable around everybody sometimes. Yeah, it depends. It's hit and miss. But I mean, I get it, though. Even like when we go to his parents' house, I've again, I've known them for 12 years. It's not like I'm uncomfortable around them but i won't just go there and like put my feet up or you know like it's i don't feel like it's my house whereas mark will go in there and just start eating everything that's in their fridge you know it's it's his (laughs) house it's his childhood home whereas when i go to my parents house yeah it's my it's like it's my house i don't even know what to call her parents I don't know what to call her parents. So what do you call them? I don't call them anything. Hey, you? 
I, well, is that what you do? This is part of the reason why I probably don't talk because I don't even know how to refer to them. Do I call them by their first name? I don't yes. know. That feels very weird to me. I call my in-laws. Do by I call their first them name? by Mr. and Mrs. So and So? I don't know. That feels weird to me. <laughs> Do I call him Sir? I don't know. It feels weird to me. So I just opt to not say anything. Oh and God. this way, I don't have to worry about all this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I call my in-laws by their names. It's very strange. My it is, yeah, it is my weird, parents but... introduced themselves to you by their first names, and I remember once calling. Calling his mother by her first name because I called and his dad answered the phone and I asked to speak to his mom and he said to me did you just call my mom by her first name I'm like well that's how she introduced herself to me yeah you know I, I I'm just calling her what she called herself you see I think I'm stuck in leave it to beaver you guys are, you guys are staring at me like you have no idea what I'm talking we're about. a lot younger than you okay so. leave it to beaver <laughs> I a, know leave it to beaver a, I do it's a black and white tv show yeah. sitcom about a family right but I mean that's the era that I'm stuck Mr. in Clear. everyone is sir everyone is Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. but I feel awkward doing that to your parents and I also feel awkward using their first names so I, I think you also feel that. awkward doing that to my parents because my mom and you the age gap between you guys is barely larger than the age gap between you and I. So (laughs) she's not a grown up. She's not that old. I'm just I'm just saying. But you're comfortable. That's good. Yeah, I know. Like I would I would be under stress if I had to pick up her parents from the airport. Really? Yes. That's yes, awesome. I'd be I'd be under so much stress. I'd feel very uncomfortable. Like the whole time driving there, I'd be thinking, okay, well, is the temperature going to be right in the car? What kind of music am I allowed to play? Who's going to sit beside me in the front seat? Is this going to be awkward? Do I put them both in the back seat like a limo? Like I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> Awesome. It's, 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 a, it's a big fucking mind fuck for me. But yet he wants to be a Walmart greeter and deal with That's thousands different. of people That's every different. day. <laughs> That's different. Those are strangers. That's completely different. Okay. I know. You've, you're learning a little bit about the mind of Mark. It's tough living in this space up here. Okay. Yeah. What do I know? Right on, though. Thanks for coming by, oh, though. Thank you, guys. And enjoy. Uh, you're going to drink wine where? Where? I'm going to my house? friends tonight. So finally, get a break. Mm. I was working late. Yeah, finally get to have some wine. You're a big wine drinker? Yes, I love wine. What are you, like red, white? What red. Are you I don't know. I'm not a wine person. Red. I'm like, this is fucked up grapes. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like wine at all. But. Really? You have to find that taste. He can't get on board with uh, red wine either. He doesn't understand why are we drinking like room temperature oh my liquid. Goodness. I don't like the way it hits my tongue. It feels weird when it hits my tongue. If red wine feels like when it hits my tongue, it feels like it just vaporizes and it it just like kind of gaseously goes all over my mouth. Does that make sense? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But you shouldn't be drinking that kind of wine. No. <laughs> I don't think you should have red wine. <laughs> vodka does that to my tongue too. I don't like vodka, so mm, Yeah, I don't like vodka either. I stopped drinking though. I don't even drink anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, once in a while I'll have a beer. That's okay. And then I feel fucking gross after. And then we have an entire discussion about why do you do this to yourself? You yeah. know that beer makes you feel sick. Like I'll feel hungover two seconds after I have a beer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So now I just smoke a lot of weed. It's so much easier. That's okay. <laughs> You're allowed now. Yep. Yeah. You're allowed now. Anyway, I thought more people would be smoking now that you are quote unquote allowed now. No, it's the people who always enjoyed it. Now they can just enjoy it less secretly. But it wasn't even really undercover before. Like people who smoked, smoked, and they were the advocates for legalizing it anyway. Yeah. It's me like I'm, if I'm outside of the bar and I'm having a cigarette and I'm like, oh, let me just have a, let me have a couple pulls before I go back in. I swear I thought I'd be amongst a bunch of other smokers, but no, it's usually just me, the guy that's making the whole outside smell like, <laughs> 
no, I think skunk. it has increased. Even um, walking outside of this building some days, there's uh, yeah, people in the parking true, lot smoking. It definitely, people are less, uh, yeah, I guess a little less. And you see why I, I'm even more uncomfortable around the in-laws? We're sitting around a campfire one night up north. And so I'm like, man, can I smoke here? Like, I don't know. I feel weird about this. One, I feel weird about hanging out at a campfire with a bunch of old people. No offense. They're not old, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right? I feel weird about that. And then two, I want to smoke a joint. I don't know if it's cool with their parents to do so. She's like, go ahead. It's fine. You're allowed to do this. It's fine. It's legal. Blah, blah. Well, not only that, I'm like, you're an adult. You know, you're an adult. Do what you I already do. feel awkward around them. Of course I care a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And then I spark up my joint and then I could see her parents' face. They're smelling this and they're, they're trying to figure Where's the skunk? Do you smell the skunk? <laughs> I think my mom actually said, "Is there a skunk?" And I was like, "No, that's Mark's joint." <laughs> oh, yeah. My. And guess what? You still got invited over the next time. They don't have a choice. I'm married to their daughter. What are they going to be like? Come over, leave your husband at home. Exactly. Yeah, we all just went quiet. We're like, yeah, I guess they're forced to hang out with you. <laughs> no, my parents like you. You know that. Okay. Anyway. Thanks for coming by. This has been good. Thank you, guys. Honestly, this is awesome. Right on. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.